Welcome to Unraveled Podcast. I'm Bridget. And I'm Mackenzie. This is the place where we unravel all the things on our hearts. Laughter, tears, and real talk are all invited. Here we go. Yay. Where are you now? You're at the with Belmont Abbey. Yes. I only come here on Tuesdays, and so I try to squeeze whatever their wish list is of stuff together in one day. So it's a little crazy, but it's just the one day, which is nice. That's Um, amazing. And that was perfect, like perfect balance. Yeah, it is a perfect balance. It's crazy how I like still miss him so much, even on my one day. How is everything with all of the hustle and bustle of the few days before Christmas? Oh my goodness. Well, you know, as it would, as it would happen, I got hit with the bug of all bugs that is going around. Um, And I just denied it for so long. I, I'm sure we all do this, like keep going, keep going. And you're like, Oh, I feel a tickle. Nothing. I'm just going to that. Oh, my kid has a fever. Oh, but I won't. (laughs) It won't hit me. (laughs) It won't hit me. I'm perfectly healthy. Um, And then I just, crashed yesterday and I never do that but I did sleep like three hours during the day with kids crawling over me (laughs) I feel like as a mom you it's not that you think you're invincible it's more Mm -hmm. like I have to be invincible I can't family like I can't fall (laughs) I know and so I texted B you guys and I said I can record tonight but let me tell you I've taken three ups (laughs) and have slept all day so I don't know how great i'll be so that's a lot for you. you you're not a napper so no i, I was I, like this is this is not good if you're no that much. but we're but you and i are in the seas both of us are in different seasons seasons of napping where it's like if your baby your infant is not sleeping or if you are super pregnant sometimes mm-hmm. you have no choice and to you just surrender to. to those moments which i'm not good at but we need to, i need to be i need yeah. to learn to be so yeah what about you have you been preparing or just surrendering (sighs) to whatever is happening you took the kids out of school yesterday yeah surrender might be a good word for this advent for all of us um (laughs) I feel like I really haven't like I haven't gone crazy with like gift shopping I you know you're reading all these posts on Instagram where everyone's like I did my gift shopping a month ago so I could relax I'm like good for you people (laughs) I did not do that um And yeah, the kids, of course, I mean, same old, same with everyone. I feel like right now, um, they got hit with something. Mm. I don't even know what, just this terrible cough that won't go away. It is not COVID people. I did get them tested for all the things. Um, And yeah, it's not, it's not COVID. It's not RSV. Thank God. It's just like this weird, never ending cough. Yeah. So, you know, they, of course, they're begging me, mom, can we stay home and all that stuff. Um, so I just was like, yeah, like we're just having a home day and we're going to hang out. It. And it was great. We just we just chilled. And I think that I really am. I'm trying to stick to what this little series that I had wanted to do because I knew this is a hard this is a hard time for people mm. who try to pack all the things in to really like rest and prepare your heart for Christmas and I knew that about myself and so I kept thinking like okay well I'm trying to just like live the series that I tried to put out this advent um I know of like just really preparing my heart and not being overstressed about other things I think it's been I've done a a decent job at it but you know of course we could always do better 
It's so good. It's so it's so hard to like I've never been so far like in the worldly terms, so far behind. Like even mm-hmm. in Advent terms, like Advent really is just preparing him room, as you said. However, we think we need 16 devotionals, 17 Same. like traditions to start with the children and all the things and and all at the right time like we're actually not supposed to be decorating cookies till Christmas and the epiphany and here I am already did that you know just all these like rules and um, tasks we put on ourselves when really all we have to do is rest and wait and and it's so hard to do and so I know like even the devotional you and I are doing with sister Miriam, I think I'm like six pages behind for all. Oh, I me too. I lo- and I love that devotional. I love it. I love it. So but it's good. And it's- like, I, I, I also realized like on the note of like devotionals and things like that, I think that cause I'm in a Bible study too. And I'm like chronically behind, like I'm in the Bible behind. studies. Yes. I'm like showing up and like pretending I know the answers, but <laughs> I honestly think that God sees our hearts. He sees our effort. And maybe your mm-hmm. best effort is showing up to the Bible study. Like mm-hmm. maybe it's not even like completing all five pages or whatever you're supposed to do. Um, or like with the devotionals, like the fact that you sent them to a bunch of friends that you are able to read however many you can read. I, I can't say that I journaled in all the pages, no. but I've done some of them. And the times that I have, I'm like, this was so fruitful. And so right. I think like, even if you end up going back and reading all of them, like a few nights in it, you know, before Christmas, I think even that is more of like, it's more about like, where is your heart as opposed to did we do all the things I feel like? Amen. Yes. Yes. Where's your heart and where's your prayer? It's less of the doing and it's more of just the sitting in silence and, you know, asking him what he needs. It's so true. And he does see our efforts. I think I like read a quote um, in Walter Sizek's book. Um, gosh, what is it called? It's, it's one of my favorite books. It's the um, He Leadeth Me. Be. Have you read oh, that? Oh, we have it. I have not read it yet. You would love it. Actually, you and I should do a book club on this. But um, he said, if we could achieve union with God in prayer, we would then see his will quite clearly and desire nothing but to conform our will to his. So there's truth in the realization that even our most unsuccessful efforts to achieve union with God in prayer are nevertheless an effort to respond to his inspiration and his grace to pray. They are efforts, therefore, to conform our will to his and do his bidding. And perseverance in such efforts is, at the very least, practice in the habit of finding the will of God at all times and in everything. Mm, so so think, good. Yeah, just, it's okay. <laughs> and it's also, okay. All, the, all the lists that we make before Christmas, it's so hard because we feel like it's so far away. This happens every year. I act like this is new every year. Like, oh, we have so much time. Like, mm-hmm. oh, Christmas came so fast. The new yeah. year came so fast. No, it happens every year the same way. You know, we think it's going to be so long. And then like, wasn't this the longest advent in like years? And, yeah, right. And it's still like, oh, like always the Wednesday before Donnie and I are running out to get gifts. I know. It's but so true. It's and, and just like your text to me yesterday, like, what are we getting the boys? Like, oh my gosh, that's the worst part. It's like you want yes, not to a know how to... gift for my husband right now. I hope he doesn't <laughs> listen to my podcast because know. <laughs> good thing they don't listen to this. Hopefully. Good thing they have no time to listen to our podcast. They don't have time for us. <laughs> no, but it's true. You just want the people that you love to know how much 
you love them like everyone um in our lives and it's so hard to like make that happen and and you know I'm all about like let's send a handwritten card like do all these things and it it doesn't always happen and it's so hard and you're (laughs) pregnant with your fourth and somehow you guys were able to send us Christmas gifts on time and here we are like scrambling I'm I'm blaming it on the winter tundra that you guys are experiencing oh my gosh because I was like I'm certain these gifts will get there before Christmas oh my gosh and now it's saying it's not and I'm just like okay Ken's knows my heart she knows (sighs) they're coming he knows we love yeah no that's what I always hope they know I love them yeah it's negative four degrees today I was going to ask you, that was my next question for you, sis. How cold is it up there? Because we are experiencing our coldest right now. That's what they're saying. What is it, 35? What is it down there? It's not even that bad, but I am frigid. Um, I think it's like in it's the 30s, yeah. That is cold. That's the thing that is that is cold. And I wouldn't go outside with the kids in the 30s. And then at this point, you, you just just to come and you just are like we're inside until further notice it's never been that cold here right. um, it'll be 48 next week oh thank god so it, yeah. it kind of like ebbs and flows it's it does insane, i've never seen it like this before negative five on thursday <laughs> and so we're really hunkering down um with that's this kind of fun though yeah it is fun and you know with seasons which I guess this is pertains to the podcast episode too. Just like change and new year and Christmas and all the things. Although I'm guessing we're going to save our new year and new words and all that stuff for maybe an episode between now and the new year, hopefully. I think we Um, have to do it for the next episode. I don't have a word yet. Well, good. You still have time to pray for it, but I love that you're present in the moment. And that's another point I want to make being present in this season. So right now, here negative four degrees okay that's where we're at right now what can we do to make the most out of this moment yeah it's Christmas season let's be in Christmas let's be in Advent we don't need to rush ahead and I'm so guilty of that myself like doing all these 2023 things before it's even hit you know the last Sunday of Advent yeah it's like just living and okay one I feel like the world is getting worse at this because last night I ran out to get stockings because of course the only box lost in our final navy move was our christmas box which is really sad Um, yeah we had like all these cool ornaments whatever whatever so i had to go out and get new or uh, new stockings and it was all like all the christmas stuff was condensed to one little corner and it was already an explosion of valentine's day stuff and i was like this is not right. Like Christmas is not even here yet. People. No. Like it was actually giving me a pit in my stomach. I'm like, what is wrong with us that we've become so it's all about buying things and all that. Yeah. But they have to pull out the freaking like Valentine's Day stuff. It's still December. I don't it's not know. even New Year's Eve. Oh my no. God. And so I just was kind of like, it was of course making me think like deeper thoughts than like the Valentine's yes. Day thing that we're out. And I was just like, wow, like we are so into prepping for ahead that we don't want to live in this moment. And like you said, like, okay, today, like yesterday was a sick day for us. Today is like negative four degrees for you guys. Like, how do you live in that moment and just say, this is where we're at today. And this is all we have is today right right now. Oh, it is all we have. And you and I both have seen that so much in twenty. 22 with a lot of loss, a lot of, Mm -hmm. um, 
sadness, friends losing spouses and um, lots of death and sickness and all the things. And then also so much beauty. Um, maybe you can touch on this, B, but like um, families coming back together that you've seen, you know, forgiveness and triumph in prayers that we've, you know, been praying for years. Like there's, there's such good and such, there's such joy and such dark times all in one full year. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we can only be present to the moment that's given to us because in a blink, it could all change. Yeah. Yeah. Be different. And we've seen that since COVID began, what, a few years ago, we've really started to embrace this notion that time is precious and do what you want with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. <sighs> yeah, I agree. I mean, I think moving home, um, the biggest thing for, for Johnny and I this year has been that we, it has really forced us to be like close with our families. And we were, we moved home to be closer to our family. But I think with both being from, you know, bigger, bigger families that are like all in this area, it has kind of um, forced a lot of things to come to the surface that have been in our extended families. Um, you know, with me being from, you know, I'm a child of divorce, so my parents are not together. Having to navigate that as one of the oldest siblings, um, I'm just seeing a lot of things more up close that I did before because we were moving all over the country before. Um, and so there's beauty in that, but there's also hardship. There is like, um, there's growth in that. And, um, I think I had texted a group of us that are in this like little, uh, text thread. Um, and we pass around prayer intentions and all of that. And, um, and I had said to Ken's and these other girls, like, I'm having such a moment. I have to share with you guys that I was in mass with my dad and, you know, over the years he and I've had, like, we've ebbed and flowed with a strained relationship because of, things that happened in the past, um, between him and my mom and we were in mass and we don't really go to mass together ever. Cause he lives, um, closer to the coast, um, in South Carolina. And when he came up, we, we went to mass together. He stayed with our family for two nights and they played the blessing. The last, um, the recessional song was the blessing. And, um, we were just, singing it together and standing there. And if you know that song, it talks about, um, you know, blessing every generation of your family mm -hmm. and your children. And um, the words of that song are really what has started to unfold in my family, which is just um, a lot of pain and suffering and unforgiveness has, has now kind of been healed, not completely, but a lot of it is, um, kind of just we're all coming back together as a family and mm -hmm. even my parents who hadn't talked in years you know now talk on the phone and they've they've met for for coffee and lunch and so we're seeing a lot of of course there's still um there's always things to work on mm -hmm. but in beauty in that we've seen beauty in Johnny's family there was a lot of um you know, I think with COVID it just created a lot of tensions within a lot of families not just ours mm -hmm. um you know, different opinions about COVID and vaccines and all of that jazz created just some tensions. And I think that now that we're back, we've, we just had a beautiful Thanksgiving with all of his family and, and we've just kind of like loved seeing the family come back together. And so I think that that is kind of 
probably why Jesus brought us home, you know, and that's where we're realizing that in real time is that like his plan was really to bring us home so we could work on, you know, uh, healing those things. And it's been really a blessing and we've been all coming together, which is nice. That's so beautiful, sis. And that line, may his favor be upon you. you yes. Know? So, oh, I, and I, I, didn't finish, I didn't finish the story that I had been on um, healing the whole person with Ken's and these other girls, these other gals who are so close with us. And we played that song. Well, one of the girls that we were with went up to the musicians and said, um, you know, the retreats a lot about healing things and families. And she said, you know, I really think if I, she's like, I don't know if you take requests, but I think the song, the blessing would be such a beautiful song for you mm-hmm. all to play at this retreat. And we end up like blasting it, singing it from our lungs. We're all crying and you could just tell it was like such a needed song in that moment. Mm-hmm. And that my prayer intention at that retreat was largely for my family and to bring my family back together. So to be in mass and wow. singing it with my dad, it was very, it was a full circle moment for sure. Oh my gosh. That's so beautiful. So important. And uh, yeah, so needed just to break those just all of us have them, the generational wounds. Generational wounds, yes. This is huge. And taking, I've seen that in, you know, my own family. And then also, like, recently, um, Colin had a hard conversation with a family member. And it was really, really powerful. And it was an hour and a half long. And it totally was transformative. But, you know, in the past, we could have put up a wall there. And we have done that, like, they don't get it. This person is just who they're going to be. What you name it. Be. Right. Like, right. Through that, like just the, the unforgiveness as you were talking about, like, that's just how it is now. Right. And that's not what he desires for any of us. God, yeah. he, he desires so much more. He desires truth and honesty and in love. And, um, and I've seen you do that with your own family and, we've started to do do that too. And just what comes from it, the graces um, that flow from hard conversations, but because of love are just priceless. So I think too, like sometimes you don't realize because we are adults now we are right. We, but in our minds we can think (laughs) like, Oh, we're still teens. We're still Mm -hmm. children. We're still surviving. But then you don't realize that there's actually people in your family that might be looking to you, you know, for something in that moment. And whereas it used to be kind of an every man for himself feeling because we were younger, like at least I'm starting to realize like, Oh no, like I am, I play a key role in this family now. And Mm -hmm. same with you too. Like you guys Mm -hmm. are key players in your family and with the siblings. And now like Mm -hmm. they're, this new generation of young, of young children that we're all raising, I think like it just becomes more of a responsibility. It feels like to, it does. To, yeah. To just really like work on bringing, bringing family together and bringing friends together. And so I think community is definitely going to be a key word for us in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, finding that solid community that feels like a family um, because we, we are seeing like not to be dark, but like you said, like, there's beauty in this year and in this time, Mm -hmm. but then there's like, there are dark things out there and we don't, we don't say it to be like, Hey, we're a negative podcast, but like, (laughs) yeah, we're real. And I think that that's, I think that is why women do um, seem to, 
you know, enjoy our conversations and our retreats because we aren't going to shy away from the hard conversations and the hard things, which is just that this world is, is becoming, um, it's different now. I mean, you look, you look on social media and you look at things that are happening and you're just kind of like, wow, this is going to be an interesting place to raise our kids. Right. Um, but with that community, with those friends that feel like family, like, you know, and, and both own family, we will be able to kind of withstand anything that comes our way. I feel like. Amen. And specifically in this season of Christmas and holidays and getting together with family and also the desire for new friendships. Um, maybe we could talk about something that I keep hearing come up and I want to hear your answer first, B, but like, how, how do you, I've heard this question asked, like, how do I, one, find community? Two, I know my beliefs. Like I know I believe in God. I am spiritual. I, I, I want him to be part of my whole life, but the people I'm around don't necessarily believe in him at all. And, and I'm kind of on my own here and I, and I don't always know how to defend my faith because I feel like I'm not smart enough. I've heard that a lot or that I don't have the right words and, and I desire um, to be surrounded by people who desire the same thing as I do heaven. Um, but I don't know where to begin. Or I've also heard people who I love, love so much and I can't live without are not quite on my page yet. Mm -hmm. How does one navigate that during Mm -hmm. such a crucial time of, you know, you're going to be with these people probably this season. And then also you're planning your new year and and you Mm -hmm. want to protect your faith and also grow in your faith and be confident in that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that we have personally definitely, we've experienced this um, for sure. And I think that, um, it's funny because I think maybe this just comes with being a military spouse and maybe you can relate, but like everywhere I've moved, um, I've really been like, okay, Lord, like send me my person. Like I don't need 25 million friends. I do just need like one solid. And that's just my personality type. Like there are people that don't need a best friend and they need like to just show up and be around like 30 people. And the way I've always been is like, I, I really need a soul sister almost in every, every stage of life. Um, and, and it's of course amazing to have the ones that you can call on the phone and who aren't there, but you also need those people that you could just like pick up your kids, throw them in the car and go head over to someone's house, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that we were blessed where we lived last to, to have those relationships. Um, and then moving here, it's like, even though this is our hometown, we know a lot of people here. Um, but you know, maybe it's been because of years apart or maybe we've just grown in different ways. Um, we're at that place where we're like, okay, Lord, like, bring us, you know, more community in Charlotte, bring us a specific community in Charlotte. And I think that to anyone listening who is looking for that, what I would say is be very specific in your prayer and Mm -hmm. be very specific in how you and your spouse or just you, if you're not married, how are you going to seek out that community? I mean, we've been very intentional. Like I'm talking like Johnny's had coffee with our pastor. We've like really cut to the chase. Like I've, I went to two different, um, little Christmas parties 
this year. Um, and they were just women at my parish. And mm-hmm. I, I was just like, so honest, like, this is, these are the type of circles we're looking for. And, you know, we would love to have community where we have you guys over. And so I think when you meet those certain people that you're like, wow, like I could see this couple, like really being like similar to us, I would say, just go for it because Mm -hmm. I mean, that's how you and I became friends. Like we just kind of, when you get a stirring on your heart that someone is similar, that's usually the Holy spirit prompting you to go be friends with that person. Mm-hmm. And when I think of all the close people in my life, it always happened that way that I kind of saw them. And I was like, I can tell that you're going to be, you're, you're a person for me. Like, I don't know. It's almost like you can't even explain it, but it's yeah. just this unspoken. Um, we are similar, you know? So, so I would just say, find ways to put yourself around people who you want that kind of a friendship. If you're just aimlessly meeting people at your kid's school, you might strike gold there, but you also might not. If you're looking for that intentional, faith-filled friend, you know, you might need to actually have to do a little bit of digging to find that. Exactly. I completely agree with that. And also, I love what you touched on, B, about the you don't need 77 friends. Like, I think I just told a a friend who's looking for friends and community like you kind of just need a couple who are older than you and and wiser than you and you look up to and then maybe one in your same season aka that soul sister bestie because you do need someone doing life with you on the daily um and then also maybe when you feel ready for it a couple to mentor and that was advice from father david to us like just a couple older than you four people around your age and under, but also like, yeah, those people that you can look up to, but you don't need so many friends anymore. I agree. It's COVID. Um, just, yep. I think just since heightened tensions in general in the in the world, um, that people are a little bit more on guard, you know, they're not as open to like, come over tomorrow, you know, and, and we're the type that are very much like, oh, come over for wine tomorrow, you know? Yes. Us realizing that, like, not everyone is like that. And also, not everyone in this um, new era that we're in post-COVID is super open. And I think that we just feel super compelled to, like, break down that fear that people have gotten into such a routine that they really haven't built up that community in their life. And so we kind of feel called to be like, okay, no, like let's shake things up and like really get people to to want to get together, you know? That's so true. And I think that with your point about COVID, I think people are afraid to share with their true beliefs now. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. they're afraid something's going to come up in conversation or they don't see eye to eye with someone or whatever. And I think that word, (coughs) sorry, honesty has come up for me a lot Mm. they're like what is well my word last year radical love and and rooted like what does that really mean it means being truly honest in everything again out of love um and just being your real true vulnerable self because that's when those walls are broken down yeah I love that. Yeah. And especially with new people, like it's okay to be yourself. It'll either work or it won't. And Hey, you and I both have a lot of friends that don't see eye to eye on a lot of things. And yet we still respect them because they have such strong beliefs and they are fully in, you know what I mean? Like always have different circles and that's not what we're, we're not in any way saying 
I could see why someone might be like, oh, listening to this, like you're only looking for friends similar. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's like once you have kids, you do have to be a little intentional because your time um, cut short. Like now when like maybe your social time was like 80% of your life, you really have minimal time to hang out with other people um so it's like really trying to be intentional you know and while always having the door open um you know and welcoming to all people you also need to fill your cup and I think that's what I'm saying is like just find that one friend that fills your cup you know yes that yes one friend that does life with you that's so true um and and with the kid thing too yeah you do get pickier with age it's like our time has to be spent um, very practically and intentionally because, you know, it's not, we don't have a lot of it anymore. You and I are talking about that all the time. Like, how do I finish all these things? Um, right. It's so true. And then with the Christmas season, be like, we, a lot of people see so many family members and so yes. many, like, how do we gear up for boundaries? <laughs> yes. Bo- boundaries. Yes. Our favorite topic. I think it's just like, um, like same thing with the friends is like being intentional with your time. Like how, um, like, is this, is stacking our schedule going to bless our kids, going to bless our family? If the, if the point of Christmas is to really relax and reflect, spend time with your immediate family, then going to 5 million different dinners, like it might not be the way, but maybe that does work for your family but we're, we're actually literally in the middle of this right now where we're like <laughs> trying to plan out Christmas Eve and Christmas and say like okay well our dream Christmas is really just to hang out you know and so mm-hmm. are we really going to pack up the kids and go to every single family members like probably not and we'll just mm-hmm. have to send a really nice text that says we love you guys mm-hmm. um, you know but we are going to a big Christmas Eve Christmas Eve party Um, and then at some point on Christmas, we might go see my mom, but you know, in terms of the aunts and uncles, it's just like, you know, you just gotta always say it cheerfully, but just kind of do do what's right for you and your family. It's so true. And and B and I were talking about this offline because we're always in this conversation right around the holidays because we both come from big families, but it's, it's so true. Gone are the days where it's just about us as individuals. Like we can always people please and see all the, all the humans. But when you get, if you do have a young family um, or even if you know you're engaged this season or married, it's your first year married, it's okay to decide kind of what do you want your Christmas to Christmases to look like. Right. Yeah. Because you're kind of setting the tone and I'm with you guys. We just want to chill and hang with the kids on Christmas because that's what I remember as a kid was just, being in my jammies all day and eating exactly you know jams hanging out so nothing yeah it being home this is our first christmas home and so right you know we're navigating it in real time but you know i think boundaries and, and wounds and all the things that we've talked about in this episode um makes me excited for what we are going to be um sharing with you guys in 2023, which is, um, launching virtual online offerings. Mm. And we've definitely hinted to it and alluded to it along the way. Um, but we are actually finalizing our very first offering with a bunch of other ladies, um, to present to you guys. So I think a, a 
topic of all these things we're talking about, it is so important to walk with other women. And even, yeah. if, you know, we, we do have in-person retreats every year, but if that's too soon, if that's too long for you to wait to be around intentional community, um, Ken's and I would just really encourage you guys to be on the lookout for what we are going to be launching soon, because that would definitely um, point you in the right direction to these types of circles and these types of women that we're talking yeah. about. And we're just in the very, like, we the retreat is just, like, this catapult to what could possibly come, like, so much beauty. I, I What you just said, be kind of just had my mind go as our, you know, as our dreaming minds go. I was just thinking of people from all over the country tuning into this yeah. um, online offering. We could set them up with friends and people in their circles, in their states, in their cities, um, and kind yeah. of things like that where they you know go go on these online retreats together virtually in their hometown so there's just going to be a lot of cool stuff coming your way in 2023 and we're so excited and of course we love the in-person retreats so much yeah it's and we want to make that one we do every year just Mm -hmm. so spectacular um and we hope that you know everyone who's meant to be there will be there because every single one has been pretty mind-blowing um so we can't see or we can't wait to see what um, happens with the virtual as well yeah we're definitely going to continue the in-person and even if it if you're like why would I go to Florida to look for intentional community well you just have to come because even if you meet women from all across the country on that weekend that we've designed like you are going to meet the types of women that you're looking for and so maybe they are going to be close to you and you guys can meet up and have reunions and we've had a lot of women do that yes um but even if they aren't it's going to point you in the right direction and so it's going to refill your cup you're going to be around um just like really encouraging women um and and just like in sunny florida so if that's been on your mind and your heart to attend um, next year, we would love to see you there. And if not, just do a virtual and kind of get a feel of what we're all about. Yeah. And to your point, B, of like pointing in the right direction, a perfect example is one of our friends who attended, and I think she'd be fine if I shared this, um, who attended the last one, Rachel um, from South Carolina, B. She went to school with you. Uh, she has totally just dove head first this year into community after our retreat and has made big pivotal decisions in her life um, that have changed the course of her life in community. She has incredible friends and um, does life with these women. And I think she would say a lot of it came from meeting the women that she needed to meet at our retreat who gave her the confidence to go out and say, this is what I want. And I just love seeing her thriving in her own community there. So that's a great example. And I think that's actually, that's exactly what we're talking about is um, you might just need to see the example of the way someone's living, even if they live in Nebraska and you live in Charlotte, right? just need to, you know, that is the true mastermind. That is why we call it a mastermind Mm. because we all need to learn from each other and going to do that unless we carve out time. So thinking about your new year, think about us when you're carving out like your professional development, your personal development, your spiritual development, because um, Ken's and I are just so excited to walk with um, whoever's meant to walk with us next year. And we're really just so pumped. 
Thanks for listening to Unraveled Podcast. To stay a part of the conversation, follow us on Instagram at Unraveled Podcast or on Spotify at The Unraveled Podcast. Thanks for listening.